morning. To God be the glory. Great things he has done, will do, and continues to do. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today is August the 20th, the year of our Lord, 2023. We will be reading Psalms 20 and Proverbs 20 as part of the 31-day challenge. Um, I hope that everybody is blessed. Um, well, you are blessed. Um, if you can hear the sound of my voice, that means that God gave you another day. And that is a blessing. There's a lot of people who did not get another day. A lot of people who closed their eyes last night, but did not arise this morning. So if you're one of the people who are able to hear my voice, that means that you have been blessed with a blessing. And for that, we need to give God all the glory and all of the praise. Hallelujah. Alright, so let's get started with a little bit of praise music. Um, we got a message here from Peyton. Okay, yeah, it's a blessing to live another day out of here with them. What about the people that have died? Is that not a blessing in itself? Mm. Every, every breath you take, every move you make is a blessing. Mm. So... I think we'll start with that. Let's get some praise going here. Blessed, 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 blessed. Blessed in the city, we're blessed in the fields. We're blessed when we come and when we go. We cast down every stronghold. Sickness and poverty must cease. For the devil is defeated. We are blessed. We're blessed in the city, we're blessed in the field, we're blessed when we come and when we go, we cast down every stronghold, sickness and poverty must cease, for the devil is defeated, we are blessed. The city, we're blessed in the fields. 
We're blessed when we come, when we go. We cast down every stronghold. Sickness and poverty must be. For the devil is defeated. We are blessed. No, I agree with you, man, that every breath you take, every move you make, you know, whatever you said, I, I agree with it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like, there's still work to do in, in the next life, too. Yes, there is. Like, you know, because it all comes down to accountability. Like, all there those is. people in China are supposed to know about the gospel. But, um, they have, like, close to zero um, religious freedom. So, I mean, like, it's, a, it's sometimes it's a blessing to die early, too, so you can, you know, be in the next life and work, you know, work to help those people come, come to Christ. Amen. That's, and that's what we're here for. We're here to, to show this young generation. What the truth is. Hallelujah. Um. Trying to see if I can get Ambassador over here. I guess he didn't know I, I went live, so he went live himself. Um, I wonder what's going on. So I hope he sees what's going on over here. Got another message from Peyton. I do, some, I do love your message, though, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're on here, too. Spreading, spreading love and spreading the gospel. Man. That's what we all supposed to do, brother. That's what we all supposed to do. Um, trying to see if I can get in touch with Ambassador, let him know that I'm already on, so <laughs> I don't want to interrupt my service though at all, so I don't know what to do. Give me a second, trying to figure this out. Um, yeah, Mama, B oh, Mama B must have left. Maybe she'll see where he is and let him know. All right. Um, so we got um, well, Mama B was here, and we got Peyton over here on Stereo and Wisdom. Um, we're still waiting for the family to show up, but to God be the glory, we know they'll become um, sooner or later. But we just have to give God all the glory and all of the praise for all that he does. He is a great and worthy God. In fact, that's what we need to start at. Just tell him how great and worthy he is. Hallelujah. Um, again, let me see. I'm sure it's open right now. So, yes, um, let me come with another song um, while waiting for everybody to come. All of my life, I never known you to fail. You remain the same man. Wonderful is your name. All of my life, I never know you to fail. You remain the same man. Wonderful is your name. All of my life, I never know you to fail. 
You remain the same thing. Wonderful is your name. All my life, I never known you to fail. You remain the same thing. Wonderful is your name. Woke me up this morning, started me on my way, put food on my table, a joy to my day. And wonderful, and wonderful, and wonderful, wonderful is your name. Woke me up this morning. Started me on my way, put food on my table, put joy to my day. Woke me up this morning, started me on my way, put food on my table, brought joy to my day. Woke me up this morning, started me on my way, put food on my table, brought joy to my day. Life, I wonderful, 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 wonderful is your name. Hallelujah. Wonderful is your name. All right, to God, God be the Lord. <laughs> okay, he should be joining. I just joined his live and let him know. So, hopefully, he joins here in a couple minutes. I'm not sure. Alright, God bless you, brother. Alright, come on up. Over here on Wisdom, of course, is Ambassador. Yeah, I got a little bit of a late start. Maybe you missed me because of that. It's okay, we're okay. I just wanted to. Feeling where you wasn't. That's all. Oh, the Lord's day here. God bless you. Oh, I was. I, you know, if I'm not gonna be on, I'm gonna let you know. Oh, okay. So you were on yesterday. Yes. I, I that one. Yeah, I went on yesterday. Um, I started at, at like seven thirty on the dot. Oh man, I, I don't know what's up with my phone system then. Yeah, I, I sent you. Yeah, like I had sent you the um the service via the um. Uh, the chat, the chat in um, stereo. So I sent, I sent it out before I even went on. Cause I, you know, yeah. I learned, I learned even if I have to schedule it five minutes ahead, I just go ahead and schedule it because it causes less problem with my title. Because when you try That's to right. do it straight live, it tends to mess up the title on them, and then try to have yes, other people will. come up and stuff. Hey man, thank you, brother Peyton and Mama B for. Can I say put me up on game this morning? Yeah, put you up on game, yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How are you? The family. Every day is a blessed day, you know it. Amen, amen. Uh, I got Peyton. Yeah, I paid with a message right here. What do you think about 
Well, I know who Christ is. Christ is the third hit, the third member of the Godhead. He he was fully God. He is fully God, and he came to Earth and was fully man. That's who he is. He's our Savior, our Shepherd, and and everything that we ever needed. And I mean everything that we ever needed. For salvation. I'm telling you. And if they didn't know, we can take them right to John chapter 3 and they'll know, and they'll know for sure then. I'm sitting there. Amen. But maybe that's what they need to hear right now. John chapter 3. That way they'll know who this person is, right? Amen. Let's take them right to the top. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water in the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you can hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. Then Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Now this is the fork at the road, brother, right? Yes, sir. So this is what changed Nicodemus from being somebody who came to Jesus thinking he was a prophet to somebody who could acknowledge who he truly was later on in life. Purpose. All right. Verse 10. Jesus answered and said to him, are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and we testify what we have seen, but you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how do you believe I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven that is the Son of Man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son to the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. So what do we do, my brother? We lift Jesus. We lift Jeff, Jesus up this morning. We lift Jesus, Jesus up, up to the glory of God for the hope and salvation of your babies, your grandbabies, your neighbor's children, 
the children at the daycare, the children at the school, children in the park, children across the street, children across the city, children across the state, the children across the country, the children across the whole wide world. For the hope and salvation of the next generation. Amen. Let's take them to Luke chapter 11. Following the same path I had this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, when it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, When you pray, say, and you can all repeat after me. Our Father in heaven, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread. Give us day by day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins. And forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. For we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation. And do not lead us into temptation. But deliver us from the evil one. But deliver us from the evil one. And if you've been with us for a minute... You'll go right to the Matthew 6, verse 13, and say this here. For yours is the kingdom. For yours is the kingdom. And the power. And the power. And the glory. And the glory. Um, tomorrow. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. No, that's not right. Next week. Praise your name. No, that's still not right. Uh, for a year or two. Uh, nah, that's not right either, is it? No. Forever. And let the church say, Amen. Amen. And amen. Hmm? God is good. All the time. And all the time, God is good. Let's head on to Psalms 23, where we recognize who our Lord and Shepherd is. And if you say self, you got a problem. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what's wrong. Too many, too many people these days are saying self is the shepherd. They say they, they are the master of their own destiny. For you to say something like that, um, as Proverbs would say, you're a fool. Very foolish. So, um, let us go to Psalms 23, where we recognize who's the boss. <laughs> to God be the glory. Yes, the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. 
He makes me lie down in green pastures. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I walk through this valley in the shadows of death. I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And let us all together say, Amen. God be the glory. Amen. All right. So I see over here on Wisdom, we got Terry, uh, Wayne just followed you back, and of course you, um, over here on Stereo, we got Mama B and you and me up here on the platform. Well, yes, to God be the glory, yes, today sir. is August the 20th of the year of our Lord, 2023, so that means because it's the 20th. We're reading Psalms 20 and Proverbs 20. Thank you for joining us, Nikki Love. To God be the glory. So since we're on Psalms 23, all you got to do is turn your Bible back a couple pages. And you'll be right where we need to be. Amen. 31-day challenge. Psalms number 20. Well, we lift Jesus up. Yes, Lord. The assurance of God's saving work. To the chief musician, a psalm of David. And it begins. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt sacrifice. Selah. May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. We will rejoice in your salvation. And in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots, some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stand upright. Save, Lord. May the king answer us when we call. These being the nine verses of Psalms 20, I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word. Amen. What a prayer. <laughs> yes. I Read that prayer. 
Somebody's interceding for us and our children right now. They're praying a strong prayer. May the Lord answer you in a time of trouble. That's today. Humanity is in trouble, Brother Marcus. <laughs> and we need an answer from you today, Lord. With your faithful self. Holy is your name. Mm -hmm. All right, Brother Morris. I've got this heaven. Yes. And when I look at those first, the first four verses, they all, they all have two part. They all have three of two, two, one or two parts that says me. This, this, this tells you an important principle. Prayer is not about ordering God. Prayer is about connecting with Him, and if you have a need, that you ask Him. I see so many people who've gotten. We get caught up in this decree and declare stuff. Amen. The only thing we can de decree and declare is the word of God. And thank you. And, and thank his you. Goodness. <laughs> his praise. Mm. We need we need to spend more time exactly praising him, worshiping him, and asking him, not making demands and commands. We ain't got no heavenly dominion. Never have, and on, and until we in some glorified bodies, never will. May, 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 may. Now, when it came to a will, he didn't say you will. He said we will rejoice in your salvation. And we. What is that? That's what's missing right now, the joy of his salvation. The joy of his salvation. Folk don't have that joy no more. They got that happiness, brother Lord. Uh, and that happiness don't last too long. Well, maybe they need to go back in Psalms a couple more chapters, a couple more Psalms, and go to 18 and go to verse 46. And maybe they'll get it. And in case they don't know, this is, a, this is actually... Uh, um, a chorus from a song, which Psalms is a song. It says, The Lord lives, blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. The Lord lives, blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. to the unity of this spirit and what he's trying to do. We're going to get bits and pieces of our purpose and we're going to fall. We're going to stumble on the way. You know why? I'm looking for it. I can see why. Uh, it reminds me of, like, remember um, I had called you a couple nights ago and we had talked on, on the phone, right? So before I had called you, I had called um, one, one of my brothers who used to go to church with me. Now he lives up in Tampa area, right? So after I got the phone with you, 15 minutes later, he called me and we talked on the phone for another 45 minutes. And I got some, some more of those bits and pieces. So the only way we're going to get this together is the fellowship. To talk about his word together. In fact, before we had printing presses and everything, 
That's how they discussed the Bible. Everybody got together and discussed the Bible together. And, and took notes. <laughs> Amen. They marked up their Bibles. <laughs> well, they didn't even have Bible. I'm talking about the time when you didn't have a Bible. I'm talking about the time when all you could do was there was only one Bible. It was it? It was either a church or somebody's house or whatever, and everybody got together and read and discussed together. Together. Wow. To, so we were taking for granted the fact that we have this word before us. So handy. <laughs> uh huh. If you take it for granted, you're going to lose it. Alright. And if you take for granted this fellowship of, of believers, you're going to lose that too. When you're going to really need somebody late in the midnight hour, when we know Jesus is always there for us, don't get it twisted. At the same time, there are times when we need that from a human because we know God uses humans and will fill them with the Holy Spirit and give them a word that you need. But if you never talk to nobody, how are you going to get that word that God put in somebody else? Amen. Amen. Fellowship. The koinonia. So, to the chief physician. I don't think they gathered that to be and understood it to be them. Amen. <laughs> That's us. That's your children. The chief musician. You set the course and it's praise. God said, I'm going to inhabit that. I like that. But may the Lord thank you to King David Thank you, King David. May he, look at verse 4. May he grant you according to your heart's desire. Amen. May. And fulfill all your purpose. Now, folk got that wrong, Brother Lewis. You free something to change now, so you don't have that same desire or that same heart or that same purpose. All right. I don't know this if they really feel it. It's his will that's got to be done. His will, not ours. When we when we learn when we look at verse seven, it says some trust in chariots and some trust in horses. Well, chariots and horses are think. Well, first of all, chariots is something that a man created with his hands, right? And horses is something that God gave us dominion over, right? So we trust in our power. When we do that. That's right. But let's look at the second part of verse 7. It says, but we, we, we remember the name of the Lord our God. And because we remember the name of our, our God, then we can have verse 9. And it says, save Lord, may the king answer us when we call. May he answer again, and then we go back right back to the may again. May, please, please, Lord. Yeah. May I enter your presence this morning and say thank you, Jesus, for waking me. May I see y'all. This is not pride here, okay? 
you asking God, not telling you. Hey, well, I, I, I think I know what's wrong. Hey, brother, I think I know what's wrong. Remember when we was growing up? There was a game called Mother May I? You remember that? It was like Mother May I. It was like a little game. Well, for you to move forward in the game, you have to say Mother May I. Oh, okay. I so, game. I yeah, there's a game that kids used to play. Okay. So, we don't we don't um, understand that because we don't know how to ask anything anymore. Everything is about demands. This culture is like, oh, you got to do, you must, do, you must do this, you must do that, or you tell somebody you must do this, do that. Everybody want to be a boss. Everybody want to be chief. Nobody want to be an Indian. And guess what you do? When you do that, you exalt yourself, which, in other words, turns you, yourself into an idol. You get into self worship. And that is idolatry. 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 And we know idolatry is the same as adultery. Same sin. You broke your relationship up with God. Yes, sir. And I believe a broken relationship with God means a broken relationship with you, me, and them. Absolutely. Because if if you don't have that model relationship with God, then what you going what model do you have for a relationship with humans? See now that oh, I said too much, brother. Let me be quiet. I, I maybe it's time to go to the proverbs off of that one. <laughs> well, I'm looking here at verse four. He's not through with that because it's that purpose there. Either it's his purpose or yours, and that can make a difference there. So what he's saying here is, David want God to grant you according to his heart's desires. Because you're in Christ now. All things been made anew. We, and here's your purpose up in verse 5. Anybody want it, that's the problem. We don't want it. I will rejoice in your salvation. I'll humble myself and remember what you've done for me. And in the name of our God, I will testify my banner will be seen. <laughs> um, that, isn't that Yahweh? Isn't that Yahweh Nisi right there? Yes, my banner. And, all right, let me let me let me let me read it for you. And in the name of our God, I'm not alone here. I know I'm not alone. <laughs> this 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 is from old. I'm just being engrafted. We will set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Ask him. He said, if you ask, not tell me, demand me, you got to get the right wording here. Humbly ask God for your purpose this morning to guide you and lead you. you have, he was the shepherd. But, oh, we haven't made it there yet. Yes, we have. You no, we did that already. He's our shepherd. We know that's part of the morning devotion. Yeah. But, you already declared him as your shepherd. So that means. So, so that means if you if you declare him as your shepherd, we know that sheep have to ask the shepherd which way to go. They like ba 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 ba, and the shepherd know what to do about based on their cry. He knows what action. Oh Jesus Christ! What is that? My God! He said, 
The shepherd knows what to do based on our cry. Our cry and the cries from the soul. To die, be the Lord. But the soul, the soul, cries out to God. Hallelujah. I'd rather let this go, Brother Morris. But see, this is what happens when you meditate. This is what we're doing. We're meditating on this. We did this, what, last uh, month, too? In the month before? In the month before? Yeah. In the month before? So my wife asked. Now, now see, my wife asked me um, when I read the scriptures, do I meditate on them? I say yes. We sit right here and we chew this stuff up. Yes. Meditation ain't always just sitting by yourself. Meditation is taking the time to go over things. That's right. Taking the time that God gave. To spend on the things that he gave you. <laughs> mm. And understand them. Amen. Alright, brother boys. I think I think they got that purpose thing down there. So yeah, let's so either let you with him or it will separate you from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright, I'm gonna be <laughs> So let, let let's take him over here to Proverbs twenty then. They, they got, they got, they got learned something. I, I know he's doing the same thing in his Proverbs 20. Talking about that purpose. Mm-hmm. Well, he's starting it off by talking about what will mess up your purpose right now. Proverbs 20. And it begins. Wine is a mocker. Strong drink is a brawler. And whoever's led astray by it is not wise. Hmm. Whoa. Whoa. Stay out there, ball. That's yes, That's not the purpose, son. That bottle will take you away from your purpose, then. Uh, exactly. And steal the joy of your salvation. It will. <laughs> Verse 2 The wrath of a king is like the roaring of a lion. Whoever provokes him to anger sins against his own life. Hmm. Well, if you make the king angry, I don't think you fall working in your purpose either, is you? Most of the time, you're not. You're not going to have his favor if he's angry. Is that? And you look in verse 3, it says, It's an honor before a man to stop striving, since any fool can start a quarrel. Well, if you're always arguing, I don't think you're working in, you, you, you working in your purpose, are you? Paths of righteousness is what I'm seeing here. The path of righteousness. You left the path of righteousness to go to the liquor store, <laughs> to go to the what dispensary. Yeah, hey, hey. maybe just go over the house that didn't mean you no good. Uh huh. Because we know we know when you dr- while you drinking the liquor, then the next day you knew, know that you gonna start arguing. You got all these angry drunks around here, and if you drunk, exactly. you ain't fulfilling God's purpose. And if you're angry all the time, you ain't forgetting God's purpose. If you drunk and angry, you ain't nowhere near God. <laughs> Stop being strife. Since any food that's drinking gonna start it. You know that's coming next. That joy juice <laughs> gonna have you off the chain in a little while. Mm-hmm. Then verse 4 says, A lazy man will not plow because of winter. He will bed during harvest and have nothing. 
Well, we know if we don't work in our purpose, we're not fulfilling our purpose, right? So we're being lazy if we're not reading this word while we still can see, while we still got time here on earth. Then what's going to happen in eternity? Yeah, you might be saved, but what, what, but what level of reward are you going to have? Like if I'm re if I if I've been reading the scriptures correctly, when it says there's gonna be weeping and gnashing of teeth, it's not just for those who are in hell, but those who do make it to the positive side of the afterlife, but are going but won't be able to do everything that they wish that they wanted to do because they didn't put no treasures up there. Hmm. So they got, so they got the bare minimum. A lazy man will not plow in the winter. Yep. It's winter in somebody's life right now. But they won't. And you sit idle. Mm-hmm. The harvest time is. He said that's here too. It's plentiful. And the day is coming when he's going to judge what you've done. Yep. If you haven't did anything for the Lord. Nothing. If you haven't did anything for the Lord. You're going to be naked. You're going to be found wanting. Exactly. And then you go. gave you the song of Proverbs. <laughs> and then you wonder why you're going to have those times in your life where you're struggling. And you feel like you have nowhere to turn to. Well, you didn't harvest. When the spirit was, was full, you didn't harvest up the things of the spirit then so that you have something to take you through the hard times. That's just like people who go to church. Go to church on Sunday and they don't open up the Bible until next Sunday. Then they get to Thursday and they're struggling. They wonder why they're struggling and they don't feel like they, they got anything left. Well, it's because, well, you didn't harvest nothing. That's right. I wanted to take their mind away from the form. Amen. I want to take their mind away from the form and put them back on those heavenly things that God was sharing with us in John 3. Amen. See, that's that's what we're missing in that right there. Amen. We leave it and then we forget about what he told us. It's like that man in the mirror when you walk away and then you forgot what you look like. Mm -hmm. Yesterday. <laughs> that's why we come every day so we won't forget what we look like, Brother Fernando. Brother Blake, good to see you, man. Sister Shea Butter. Amen. Come on. All right. Amen. All right. Well, let's let's keep going. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. That's what we're talking about. How you draw it out? You come. You come here. You read. You read these psalms and these proverbs. But you don't just sit down and listen. You meditate on it. So as we we speak and God gives you something to say. And then you'll give it back to us. You'll give it to the rest of the audience. You'll go back and give it to your brothers and your sisters. Give it to your wives, your husbands. Because you're drawing it out. You're drawing out the understanding. But the only way you can draw it out is you got to get that bucket. And you got to grab that bucket every day. 
But we know the Holy Spirit is living water. Well, count, you know why it triggers people a lot of time? Because counsel means that you have to recognize you don't know more than everybody else. That means you got to listen to somebody. The counsel of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The understanding. I won't call it wisdom, but the instructions of God. Mm-hmm. You say that it's already in you. That measure of faith is already in you. And I understand, Brother Morris. <laughs> I understand how to get it out of you. Understanding got to be understanding. <laughs> you didn't hear me this morning. I said understanding got to be understanding. And that's going to get rid of some stuff now. When them two understandings come together. Uh-oh. Of God, the counsel of God, and that faith he's put in you. That desire you have to know him, truth, is deep water, is in you. And the word of God, we have to dig every day, dig every day, but we're going to get it out of you, the word of God. We're going to reach, and it's going to reach you. Amen. The counsel of God is like deep waters. Well, it's got to be. It's gotta be because we so shallow, brother boy. Uh oh. Uh, don't don't, don't oh, tell them that. Like they ain't ready they ain't ready for that part. They thought it was deep. You know what deep really means in the Bible? It describes our fall. <laughs> Boy, did we fall. So it takes God to come down and, and he did. Didn't he say that in John? He that descended also ascended. That's what he said. No one has ascended to heaven, but he came down from heaven. That is the Son of Man who was in heaven. John chapter 3, verse 12. Yeah, so he's in you. And, and we're going to bring him out. It's that testimony. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up. That's, that's good right there. That's a good start. Thank you. Acknowledge me in all oh, your ways and I'll direct your path. That's what makes me your shepherd. When you say, and tell somebody else about me. Your purpose is to declare the glory of God. All day. Amen. Just word. Hey, brother, I think I think the next verse really really um lays it home. Most men will proclaim each his own goodness, but who can find a faithful man? This is what we're talking about. If you're faithful. You hearing these songs and proverbs every day. You 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 are finding out you you're lying on that counsel that God is giving you. You'll you'll read these, you'll read you'll read these um you'll read these different highlights and go to other parts of the Bible and it gives you further understanding. You'll make your you in fact you'll make up your own challenges. That's faith. Because you'll be faithful. You make up a challenge and, and uh, make up your own challenge. Go and maybe you start at Genesis and read the Bible from the beginning. Maybe you start at Revelations and go backwards. But faithful means that you're here every day. You're in His Word daily. 
Because if you talk about anything other than God's goodness, you proclaim your own goodness. Because when you proclaim a other, another man's goodness and it ain't got nothing to do with God, it ain't written up but you trying to tie yourself into their quote unquote goodness. Let me go back and just paraphrase this here for those that may not speak of King James Version. <laughs> King James language. Counsel in the heart of man is deep water. God is the only real counselor here, y'all. The Holy Spirit is your counselor. Amen. All right, here we go. <laughs> he won't let this go, brother boys. They got somebody got to get this this morning. I don't know. Maybe your friend needs you to know about this. Most men will proclaim each his own goodness, but who can find a faithful man that counsel in you? It's the faith. Well, and if you want to be faithful, you have to practice the faith. Mm. Uh, oh, well, you said practice. That means, okay, let me th let me think about that. Since you brought the word practice, that makes me think about sports, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say you play basketball, right? Suppose the only time you shot free throws was every Friday, right? You practice free throws. Mm -hmm. When the game come up, how good are you going to be at it? Not good, not good at all, right? You're going to be hitting the back iron. You're going to be tearing the rim up. But when you practice it, that means you're faithful to your what you're trying to accomplish. And if you're trying to accomplish eternal salvation, then you have to be faithful. Now, faith, now faithful is different than faith. Faith is a gift that came from God, right? But faithful is you responding to that faith God gave you. And, oh Lord, this is going right into James, James chapter 2, ain't it? <laughs> that's what this but is here, man. Everything that's, he, he put it, God put it this way. That's why that word faithful and faith can't be separated. Okay? He said, whatever's done outside the faith is sin. Whatever's done in the faith is okay with me. Amen. But my desire is to hear God say, well done, good and faithful servant. That means I stayed in the faith. I operated in the faith. And in the faith is heavenly things. He gave them to me as a child in John 1. I inherited that. Now, here's the thing. If he gave you the right... And we fight for rights, don't we, Brother Morris? Yeah, we do. This right is worth fighting for. If he gave you the right to become a child of God again, and you saying, I don't operate like that, you know, I mean, that right there, if you don't exercise that right, you're going to lose that right. It's going to walk away from you. <laughs> and somebody else going to give you the right to serve them. Mm. And you're going to go with that. Because that's what our flesh do. We need a, 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 a we need something to see, brother boss. Something that we can find and hold on to. That's why he gave you the Bible. That's why he gave you each other. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let that go. But faith is in you. It's deep. The counsel of God is in you, and it's like deep waters. You don't know, he said, what tomorrow holds. You don't even know the things that I have laid up for you. But a man of understanding, who is that man of understanding? Somebody that meditate on the word.
in Psalms 1. In Psalms 1, you will walk into your blessings. And this is why they don't want you in the Psalm and Proverbs. Because they don't want you to be delivered from the evil one. And God said, I have delivered you from the evil one. John, he said, the day today, the day, this, the prince of this world has been cast down. But some folk might still play with a brother horse. Mm -hmm. You can't play with the devil. All right. The devil don't play, y'all. He takes souls. All right. All right. I'm going to let that go. All right, let's get let's let's keep moving. Let's go to um, huh? But see, when we get to seven, it's gonna come right back around. The, the righteous man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. So what are we talking about? There go that word that connects with faith, righteousness. And now you're connecting it with integrity. Amen. That tablet sitting there is probably Blake. No, it's Blake. It just, I think he's just saying hi. Let me listen. Oh. Hey, Brother Horn. Hey, Drama Horns. How you doing? I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you, Blake. We missed you, man. You're in school now. Yeah. That explains why you called me at 1 o'clock trying to do a uh, live. Uh -huh. <laughs> he's in school now. Positive time, I guess so. That's why you know they think at night like that. But I can't ride at one o'clock and get up at six thirty. Bless you, brother. Nah, I can't do that either. I'm with you on that one. Amen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, when you write, uh, you write. See, walks in his integrity. What his integrity is really just God's integrity. Amen. And when you see, I think this is what's wrong. When I think, when I look at this verse, it's the children are blessed after him. You know, a lot of times when we say that, and this this is bad because this is convicting me, right? It's showing me why I, I went astray here. That a lot of times we tell our children to do right, and then later on in life they don't do right. Well, probably because we told them to do right, but we weren't doing right ourselves, and therefore we didn't walk in our integrity. Now our children aren't being blessed because we... We we did what that that hypocritical thing was say do as I say not as I do. So we wasn't walking in. What did he say? We wasn't worship him in spirit and in truth. Nope. Because that's what takes the child captive. Somebody get that. That's what takes your child captive. Truth. Your actions, Just not the and the truth. Yeah. That you reveal. Yeah. Because we see the word and we hear the word. But people want to see a word. And the word they see is the word that we have. Walking in pistols. Uh-huh. But in blood. Amen. Verse 8. A king who sits on the throne of judgment scatters all evil with his eyes. Well, we know we got a king that's going to do that. That's doing that right now. That's why Satan ain't got no place in heaven. <laughs> you know you just pointed out something. Satan has been cast down. He don't have a place in heaven. Well, why is he in you? Why is he running your life and you are reigning with Christ right now? Why is he running? All right. Well, why well, is he turning up our houses? And he don't have no place in God's kingdom. Because we ain't, we ain't walking in our integrity. 
We ain't listening to we ain't listening to good counsel. We still drinking. We being lazy. Oh, that's a curse right there. I found out something which why he said go and have no minion over my hands. Amen. He kept you busy your whole life. He had plans to keep you busy your whole life when he said go and have no minion. <laughs> it didn't stop. It don't stop until you get back to him. The one that said go and have no minion. So we are not busy. Not busy oh, enough. But we're not busy <laughs> doing the things of God. And the children looking at us, and the devil looking at us, he looking at our children, looking at us, and saying, yeah, I got them. <laughs> oh, hey, right. hey, and that and that's why so many of us is powder right now. Because we don't allow the devil to sift us like wheat. We forgot about that. <laughs> amen. If, if, if the Lord not blessing you, amen, the devil's sifting you like wheat. If, if, if he's not your shepherd, you're going to get sifted. <laughs> and, and then he's going to, since he said it like this, and your children are blessed after you, if you don't do this, your children ain't blessed after you. Nope. And that's our fault. And we see it this right now. And it seems like don't nobody care, brother Lord, but God. <laughs> and you know what? Verse 9 takes us in that same thinking. It says, who can say I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. It's us sitting up there being self-righteous, which goes back to not walking in, in, in the integrity that God has before us. We we say, oh, we, we, know this word, we know the word, but we don't want to walk the word. It just lets us know that we can't be righteous in our own eyes. I, that's something I can never say. I'm a sinner saved by grace. I ain't got no righteousness of my own. Amen. Listen to me right before we go on, because this is still uh, a reference from seven. He's really deep on this part right here. Amen. This is like a fork in the road. Verse seven, there, brother boys. It Amen. is. Because there's more people in there. He had the children in there. <laughs> What's coming after you, amen? That's your future. First, Second Corinthians chapter one, verse twelve. I just want to share. Let's go back to eleven. You also helping together in prayer for us that thanks may be given by many persons on our behalf for the gift granted to us through many. This is verse 12 is the point. For our boast is this. Our boasting is this. The testimony of our conscience. I just touched somebody. <laughs> you got to deal with him, the conscience. Because if it convicts you, then it's sin. If it condemns you, then it's sin. Our conscience that we conduct ourselves in the world. In simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, there go that counsel, but by the grace of God and more abundantly towards you. Amen. 
I want to read 13 too. Maybe I should. Well, we are not writing anything, other things to you than what you will read and or understand. I'm stumbling there. Say, don't want you to get this song started over at 13. For we are not writing any other things to you than what you read or understand. Now, tr I trust you will understand even to this end, as also you have understood us in part that we are your boast. As you also are our boast in the day of the Lord Jesus. So what is he saying? You can stay in your pride and your purpose that you want to stay in or you can come into the counsel of God. Mm -hmm. The counsel of God. For your conscience sake. A lot of folk ignore their conscience, brother boy, but that's the God in you. That's the God in you. And your conscience is not going to go against God until it's served, until he give you over. And you don't want that, Romans. Amen. Chapter 1, by verse 20. <laughs> you don't want that. And, and, and since the devil that got busy on our children so early, because we, they didn't have uh, the covering that God intended for them. They, they didn't have the circumcision. He didn't got busy on them at such old time. He's destroying them by the time they get ten, brother boys. Mm -hmm. He destroyed these children days and the parents don't even care. It's something coming out of this, but I won't let you read, brother boys. It's something coming to the surface here. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yep, what's coming to the surface is... God don't like certain stuff, and that's what verse 10 is going to let us know too. The verse weights and the verse measures, they are both a light and an abomination to the Lord. The judgment. Mm. When you see these scales, <laughs> mm. these weights, you just walk upon God's judgment. Hey, I got four words to say for you, to you. Many, many, tickle a parson. So therefore, he ripping it away from you. The blessings that he had for you, he taking away. Your kingdom hey. was taken away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because we look at verse 11 and it shows us. Even a child is known by his deeds, whether what he does is pure and right. Matthew 7, 16. So even children know this here. They ain't, there's no excuse. So you saying the children got a conscience too? You better believe it. <laughs> well, if Joe, if Joe, if Joe prophesied that God would pour out His Spirit upon all flesh, that means that all of us got a conscience inside of us, even when we, even when we deny it. But even the atheists will say something's morally wrong, but they just don't want to say that where they get it from came from God. Amen. They don't want to let God fix it. And I heard an old lady singing today a testimony. Jesus will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. After a while. After a while. In my way. 
Trouble in my way. Got to cry sometime. Got to cry sometime. Trouble in my way. Trouble in my way. Make me cry sometime. Make me cry. Now she gonna make me play play it because you know that's one of my songs that I have. I have, I, I play in the mornings when we first get up. I give them just a taste. I'm not gonna play it all, but I'm gonna give them a little taste just so they know what we're talking about. That's all right. Jesus, he will fix it. After a while, trouble in my way. Got to cry sometimes. Trouble in my way. Makes me cry sometimes. I lay awake at night. That's all right. Jesus, he will fix it after a while. But in my way, I just had to give him a little taste, that's all. Yes, sir. This that's is good. I like that. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. I'm, I'm glad he gave me ears to hear because that leads me right to verse 12. The hearing ear and the seeing eye. The Lord has made them both. <laughs> Hey. He wants you to see and he wants you to hear what he's saying. And guess what? He gave he gave you hey, he gave you a tongue too. So That's you can right. see and taste that the Lord is good. <laughs> Thirteen. Do not love sleep lest you come to poverty. Open your eyes and you'll be satisfied with bread. Well this goes right back up into the lazy part. You want to close your eyes and not read his words. So you're going to come to spiritual poverty. Forget that physical poverty. We're talking about spiritual poverty. Do not love sleep. Lest you sleep. And all the things that put you to sleep. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. Don't love sleep. All the things that put you to sleep. Oh, that, but that's going right back up to that one, right? In the first verse. Yeah, that, well, Substance, amen. Yes. Itself. That's what the devil wants. It's a mockery. He He's put us to sleep. Even the church. Amen. Uh, hmm. I got one message here from Omo Beatbox. What's going on, Jabari Morris? How you doing, man? It's been a very long time. Uh, I just want to say that uh, I just want to make love to you. Well, we're making love. Only love I want to make is say, Jesus Christ, you the love of my life. Hallelujah. And of course, make love to my wife, but that's a different story. <laughs> to God be the glory. I can say that because I'm married. So I have I have the rights to say that. That's right. Amen. When I was married, I ain't had the rights. That's a, then that's fornication or adultery. All right. Speaking of love, though, have anybody read that Ephesians three eighteen and 
comprehended anything. I mean, drew a little closer to that blood. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, well, perhaps they, perhaps they ain't get um, John chapter three twelve yet. If I told you earthly things, you not believe. How do you believe I tell you heavenly things? <laughs> Verse 14 It is good for nothing cries the buyer But when he has gone his way then he boasts This tells you about people Who love to knock something down But then when people turn their back They want it in, in the first place So it's just a ver another version of a liar Yeah, with those diverse weights and measures. You see, it all goes in a circle. It just let it just letting us know the difference between the righteous, the the one who's wise, the one who's a fool. So what is he boasting in? He's that, boasting in his deception. Exactly. He said it was nothing. He's boasting in his trickery, mm. and now he's laughing because he got something for nothing. Yep. Some of our lives are the same way The devil's laughing at us Cause he done tricked us and out of it He done told you that you're not going to amount to anything Your children ain't going to amount to anything But you didn't tell him God owned me My soul belongs to him I might be going through it right now But I know I got words Once I come up out of this Mari clay here Once I say Jesus saved me I know I got words Amen Yep. So, because there is some value going on. So we go to verse 15. It says, There is gold and a multitude of rubies, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. Yes, sir. Because, you know, knowledge does speak to us. And when knowledge speaks to us and we act on it, then that becomes what? Wisdom. The whole purpose Wisdom. of the Proverbs. Wisdom moves on and on and on. <laughs> All right. Amen. Verse 16. Take the garment of one who is surety for a stranger, and hold it as a pledge when it is for a seductress. Mm. This is a little tough one on this one, so I'm gonna have to go. I'm about to go I'm about to take it to um to another version. So I can get a little more understanding. See, that's why it's always good. You know, some people, they're afraid. They say, oh, you only read the King James. King James. Last time I know, King James didn't say, the Bible didn't say King Jesus on it, did it? Last time I looked, King James was who? A man, right? Yeah. All right, so let's look at this here. Um... Woo! It says, hold tight from the Message Bible. It says, hold tight to collateral on any loan to a stranger. Beware of accepting what a transient has pawned. Amen. So, basically, that that's what I... You remember back in the day, somebody say, hey, I got this here cheap. Well, even today. And then you ask them where it got from? Oh, it fell off the back of a truck. Mm. You heard of that one, right? Yeah. 
So in that case, instead of buying it, hold on to it because it might be something that ain't wasn't meant for meant to be for yours in the first place. Well, what I'm seeing here is ain't no human trustworthy. Uh huh. Two types. Amen. But take the garment of one who is surety or a stranger, somebody you don't know. He wants you to have some collateral. In other words, not they just their word. Don't just take their word. Amen. But I'm seeing also the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous here. Mm-hmm. Because the seductress is not a believer. Nope. Amen. Absolutely not. You're not supposed to trust them. Amen. So it's a trust factor here. You better believe it. In a material, in a material world, they call it collateral. <laughs> Amen. And then we see in verse 17, it goes right along these same lines. Bread gained by deceit is sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth will be filled with, bro- with gravel. Bread. Now that goes back to up there, it is no good, it is no good, cried the buyer. Amen. But when he has gone his way, amen. He's talking about deception in these few verses here. Yes, he and is. We are discerning. We are to be discerning. Because what? He's putting us up on game right now. Amen. Amen. Our word is our bond. It is. Our word is our bond. And we're no longer strangers to God in this kingdom. We're not strangers. We're not. No, 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 no. We're pilgrims traveling through here. And we're to trust nobody but God. Nobody but and the him. word through them. Testifying about that God, that faithful one. Don't you know if somebody is going to save you some heartache is what he's trying to do here. Amen. It's going to save you some loss. Amen. If you're a child of God because he don't want you to be losing. But if you take him at his word here this morning and don't trust nobody but his word, you're going to be okay. Fred came by to see this sweet to a man, but afterwards the lie going to show up. Amen. That's what it's all about. Plans are established by counsel. By the wise counsel, wage your war. Now there's counsel, and then there's wise counsel. Mm-hmm. But there is a war that's coming, so you need the wise counsel. Amen. Plans are established by counsel. Amen. But but some trust in horses and chariots. <laughs> that takes us right back to that takes us right back to the Psalms that we was reading this morning. Amen. But we trust just, in the Lord. Amen. Now, now nineteen. Now look at nineteen is a contrast. To that to 18 it says he who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets therefore not do not associate with one who flatters with his lips now here's the spiritual principle how people set you up by buttering you up and then they hit you with the hammer 
Think about your kids. When they really wanted something from you, you'd be like, Mommy, Mom, you look so sweet this morning, Mommy. Can I have an extra bowl of cereal? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this Romans 16, that reference there, Romans 16 and 8, is what I'm drawn to here, just quickly. We find Greet Amphilus, my beloved in the Lord. Let me look at that verse again. Okay. Therefore, do not associate with one who flatters with the lips. Oh, I'm sorry, that's Romans 16 and 18. For those who are such do not serve the Lord Jesus Christ but their own bellies. Mm-hmm. And by smooth words and flattering speech deceive the heart of the simple. Colossians 2 and 4. Mark Gibson, good to see you, brother. Hey, so it's interesting. So, hey, it's interesting I brought up about the kid buttering up his mama to get the extra bowl of cereal. And then that Mm -hmm. and then that reading goes right into my belly. (laughs) To God be the glory. But they're not of the Lord Jesus Christ, but of their own bellies. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Cusses his father and let Amen. Whoever cusses his father or his mother, his name will be put out in deep darkness. Matthew 15 and 4. Well, that's easy. You don't have to even read Matthew 15 and 4. We already know what that means. If you don't honor your your father and your mother, God is going to cut your days short. Trying to get to these Ten Commandments, this little short study I got on the Ten Commandments to restore that because some of these children are taking their own consequences and bringing them down on their own head because they, well, it's, that it's not always their fault because some of you mothers and fathers are not worthy of the gift that God gave you. And you've shown yourself to be unworthy of that gift. Yeah, but, saying that just, let's but, change it. but yet and still, God poured His Spirit out on all flesh. Even a child who's been raised in the home, a messed up home, still knows the difference between good and evil. Amen. But it's, I'm going to be honest with the children. This morning. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. It's hard, ain't it? It's hard. Amen. Somebody that you know ain't going to follow Christ. Amen. And you want to follow Christ. It's hard, ain't it? <laughs> Amen. You just hang on in there. The Lord see you over there trying. No. He hear you praying for your mother and your father. That's honoring your mother and father. Amen. If they ain't acting right, tell God on them. They're supposed to put you in a relationship where God would hear you. Maybe that's why they didn't connect you with God and get you back to God. Maybe look, because they didn't want you to tell God on them when they act up. <laughs> Amen. But go and tell God on them and walk your walk, young people. <laughs> walk your walk. Amen. But the Ten Commandments says, honor your mother and your father. That your days may be longer upon the earth, which the Lord your God given you. Learning to honor your mother and father is a basic lesson. It teaches you to honor God. It teaches you to honor God. 
This is to all of those people who love to play the lottery. And then you see they three, four, five years down the road, they broke it than they was before they hit it. Also, a biblical testimony of that in one of the Jesus' parables. In fact, it's in the parable of the prodigal son. So he wanted all his inheritance right then. And then what happened at the end? He lost all of it and had to go back to his father, father's house. Well, that's why he wasn't mature enough to handle the blessings. God don't bless you nothing until he prepare you for it. Exactly. He don't like waste. Amen. He don't like waste. So he don't just throw all that stuff on you that you're saying you wanted, them Nikes and all that stuff, because he know that'll lead you away from the real truth exactly. that he's trying to reveal to Amen. And some of you depending on your mamas and daddies more than you depending on God. And the mom and daddies ain't telling you that I'm depending on God. He, 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 he the one helping me do this thing for you. <laughs> I wish I had a witness this morning. Jesus is the way. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because they, a lot of people ain't ready to let God do it. And in fact, verse 22 shows you that it says, Do not say I will recompense evil. Wait for the Lord and he will save you. What does that mean? Get out the revenge business. Mm -hmm. Let him deal with it. Now, a lot of this stuff that we going through, we bring on ourselves because we disobeyed him in the beginning. And Satan was waiting for us. <laughs> Satan was waiting for you to disobey God so that he can put, send that guy over there to step on your shoe. Amen. And you get mad at him. Mm -hmm. I didn't say that. I said you got mad at him. You responded. Amen. Yep. And then verse 23 goes right back into that problem that the verse weights are abomination to the Lord. And this under scales are not good. Now, if it don't say it two times in one chapter, in one chapter, that letting you know something. Yeah. 
He just warns us. Stop yeah, trying to cheat the game. Mm-hmm. And then 24 says, a man's steps are the Lord's. Then how can a man understand his own way? That's what we're here for every morning. We're trying to get the way that God has for us. Because we can't understand our own steps. If we try to understand our own steps, we're going to fall down every time. Instead, let our steps be of the Lord. Amen. 25. It is snare for a man to devote rashly something as holy and afterwards to reconsider his vows. Ooh, Paul said a lot about this here. Remember? He said, let your yea be yea and your nay be nay. Even when it's for God, don't be making vows because anytime you make a vow, you'll be held accountable for that vow. sips off the wicked and he brings the threshing reel over them. But unless you know if a per if a person is using righteous judgment then the wicked is going to be judged for what they did. 
And I don't know about you, but a threshing, I don't want nothing big as a threshing reel on top of my back. The spirit of a man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all the inner depths of his heart. Ha, ah, this is some spiritual principles here. So what it's saying is, your spirit, that the lamp of the Lord, which is the Holy Spirit, is what searched out the inner depths of your heart. Amen. truth preserves the king and by loving kindness he upholds his throne. His throne. Well that's showing you what a godly king operates in. He operates and when I mean king, I don't necessarily mean king that sits on the throne. That means president or any kind of ruler in any kind of position of power. When you use mercy and truth is the guidance in order to you to be a righteous judge. Amen. Twenty-nine. The glory of young men is their strength, and the splendor of old men is their great head. Aha! Spiritual principle. When you're young, it's your power and strength that that um that shows your goodness. But when you're older, 
is your wisdom. In other words, remember your creator now that it is your youth that your latter days may go well. Exactly. You're supposed to be working for the Lord now while you're strong instead of going out there breakdancing and turning dips and all that, you know, trying to make the NBA. You're going to be working for the Lord right now. Amen. Exactly. First Corinthians chapter two, verse eleven, the reference over there from verse uh, twenty-seven. For what man knows the things of a man, except the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Again, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. Amen. Last verse, verse 30. Blows that hurt cleanse away evil, as do stripes the inner depths of the heart. God. You know what this brings me back? This brings me back when it said in the Proverbs multiple times when it talked about uh, when you beat beat a child, you will not kill them, but instead you'll 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 save their soul. Amen. The difference in what we are dealing with today, and what your children are dealing with today, is they don't know that they have received the spirit of God and not the spirit of the world. I'm gonna go on and read you First Corinthians chapter two verse. 12 also. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. Now God didn't send that spirit, did he? Jesus sent that spirit, didn't he? He mm. said, if I don't, well, I guess God did send it. He said, if I don't go back to the Father, then he won't send you the Holy Spirit. Yep, the comforter. Amen. So I got to go back to the Father. Amen. But you have received the Spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Somebody sleep. Wake that person up next to you over there. <laughs> they didn't hear that. <laughs> No, they ain't here. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Mm -hmm. He talks to you, and you haven't been hearing him, but you're going to hear him after today because I just convicted you. I just let you know who was trying to talk to you yesterday. Now you want to run and get a Bible so you can hear from him tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Brother Boris. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Amen. We got two messages over here from Mark Gibson. Sometimes people think they worship the Lord, but he said the hearts are far from him because they live like the 
done this commanded there's room for improvement uh, let me do a roll call um, over here on wisdom we got prophet Louis just followed you um, Cecilia Grace Saduka Moth Mona Israel Gabby Garland Trending Hot Seat Trace Andrews Rashana Brooks Cassandra Deanne um, Talita Potjita um, Nikita Zen Master um, leading user Terry and NGY King. Over here on stereo, you got me and Ambassador Davis on the platform. You got Mark Gibson, Mama B, and Moto Narati in the audience. Moto. Uh, he, he, when I called out his name, he ran away. <laughs> but to God be the glory, it's good, so good to have you here. It's like old times there. Amen. Well, now it's time for me to get ready. I got training for service. We bless you and the people. In Amen. The name of the Lord. So, so to God be the glory. Let me go. Um, prayer us on our oh heavenly Father. We just thank you, O Lord. We glorify your name. We give you the glory and the praise. We thank you, O Lord, for the time you've given us to be in your word this morning. This time you gave us to fellowship with each other. The time that you allowed the Holy Spirit to enter more and more into us and change us more and more from the inside out. We ask for forgiveness of our sins that we did knowingly and those we did unknowingly. Oh, Lord, we ask you, Lord, that you teach us to, oh, Lord, forgive the same way that you forgave us. So as we get ready to conclude the service, but never leaving the fellowship with each other through the Holy Spirit, we ask that you keep us all until the next time that we can speak. We love you and we glorify your name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. And amen seals it. Amen. Let's go to um, Psalms 121 for our benediction. We're going to start at verse 5. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun should not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord should preserve you from all evil. He should preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth, even forevermore. And we can all say, Amen. Amen. That's what that sounds like, that shepherd, but. <laughs> yes, it I is. Heard that he... <laughs> God bless you, Brother Lord's family. Again, we worship you, Lord, in the spirit. Unite with all those that are all worshiping you in spirit and in truth this morning. Amen. So we'll see you tomorrow where we yes, go sir. over Psalms 21 and Proverbs 21. So this time, yes, NGY King, 
with the small okay, I'll be running the show. So we just thank you and we love you. And I, hey, I see you later, brother. All right, thank you, brother. To God be the glory.